Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Academy Award-nominated filmmaker Bruno Barreto, uh, known for his films Four Days in September, an Academy Award-nominated Best Foreign Film, and Donna Flora... Donna Flor and her two husbands returns with a sophisticated tale of an unlikely romance between two extraordinary artists set against the backdrop of political upheaval and a clash of cultures. Grappling with writer's block, legendary American poet Elizabeth Bishop travels from New York City to Rio de Janeiro in the 1950s to visit her college friend, that would be Mary, played by Tracy Middendorf, hoping to find inspiration on Mary's sprawling estate. Elizabeth winds up with much more, a tempestuous relationship with Mary's bohemian partner, architect Lata de Masito Sores, played by Gloria Perez, that rocks the state writer to her foundation. We're joined today by the extraordinary and wonderful document, I mean, uh, filmmaker Bruno Barreto. Bruno, welcome to film school. Hi, how are you? Good morning. Uh, thank you for having me here. Oh, thank you for being here. Uh, really enjoyed uh, the film, um, uh, Reaching for the Moon. Uh, it is a, uh, I really, I agree with the introduction. It's a very sophisticated tale uh, and well told, and the acting is just absolutely stellar. I, I uh, Kudos to uh, Miranda Otto and also to Gloria Perez for their work in, in this. And tell me a little bit about the story, how you came to the story, and also about the casting in the film. I think that's, an, to me, an important part. So um, uh, my mother, who produced the film and, and is a film producer, um, she uh, met very briefly Elizabeth Bishop and Lotta mm. uh, back in the late 50s. And uh, she was, uh, it was just a social occasion, but she was very uh, fascinated by the, the charisma of the, those two women and, and the fact that they were together, but, you know, uh, uh, you know in, that, in that time. And uh, then in 95, uh, a book came out, uh, Rare and Common Flowers, and about exactly their relationship, and she optioned it. And uh, she she came to me, and 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 uh, not just because I'm her son, but I had directed a few films that she had liked, and <laughs> um, and and offered it. And I, I, I the, the idea, the story of a just a love story between two women, you know, at the time didn't pick my interest. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she offered it to Hector Babenko, the director of Kiss of the Spider Woman, and 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 uh, he he wasn't interested at all. So uh, later, when uh, my former wife, uh, the actress Amy Irving, uh, did uh, uh, a monologue, you know, about the, the the same story and about Bishop, that was in 2004. That's when I I, I started to feel the itch to to you know to tell the story. I said, oh. I know this is the same story of the book, My Mother Option. So I read the book, I went to read Bishop's Poetry, and that's when it clicked. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I want to tell a love story, not a biopic, uh, not another film about a tortured artist, mm-hmm. just a love story to talk about loss and to talk about how the weak, dysfunctional, alcoholic bishop 
gets stronger and stronger because she deals with loss. Yeah. She, she doesn't shove it under the carpet. And uh, how the winner, the, 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 the strong, the, the, the doer, right, uh, Lotta gets weaker and weaker yeah. because she can deal with loss. She just ignores loss, avoids loss at all costs. Tell me, uh, just in uh, your recollection uh, of uh, Amy Irving's uh, performance, was there, was there one particular thing that sort of piqued your interest in, 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 her, in the monologue, in the reciting of this monologue? What, was, there, was there something in it that you, I mean, you obviously... Re- reconsidered your your uh, your thoughts on uh, this initially but Amy's performance was uh, uh, amazing it was just uh, staggering and 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 uh, definitely I think that the fact to see you know a bishop alive mm. you know on stage in 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 her inner voice and because it's a monologue right so right, it was right. uh, everything uh, oh the, the 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 internal life of the character you know, uh, I think that 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 did it. You know, and and mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's what you know, uh, and and that's that's what made me go and, and read the book. My mother had option. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with uh, director Bruno Barreto, the uh, director of the film *Reaching for the Moon*, comes out today uh, in um, in theaters throughout Southern California. And let's just go over that quickly. A list. It's opening today at the Sundance Sunset Cinema, as well as the Lemley Playhouse 7 in Pasadena, uh, the Lemley Royal Theater in Santa Monica, and the Lemley Town Center 5 in Encino. And by the way, Sundance Sunset Cinema is in uh, Los Angeles as well. And you're going to be in town. You are in town, actually. And you're going to be at Lemley Royal Theater tonight, Friday night, and Saturday night. Is that correct, Bruno? Yeah, tonight at the end of the 7 o'clock show at the Lemley Royal in Santa Monica, and then uh, it's actually West L.A. on Santa Monica Boulevard. Okay. And then uh, tomorrow at the end of the 7 o'clock show at the Sundown Sunset 5 in West Hollywood. And we're going to have a special guest with you tomorrow night, is that correct? That's correct. Miranda Otto is going to come with me tomorrow night. Who plays Elizabeth Bishop in Reaching for the Moon. Um, Now... For those of us who aren't as familiar with the work of Elizabeth uh, Bishop, she was a well, considered to be one of the preeminent poets of her time, won a Pulitzer, uh, and well known uh, in in poet in poetic circles. <laughs> is that the right yeah. way to say that? Um, and so, is there is there something you, you can add to to our inter- understanding in terms of her her influence uh, in? In uh, in that world or in the world of uh, of the arts, well, a bishop um, uh, definitely uh, was not and uh, still is not as known as uh, Emily Dickinson or Sylvia Plath mm-hmm. or or Robert Lowell, but uh, she is definitely considered one of the most important poets of the English language. And uh, and she's getting more and more known recently. I would say in the past uh, uh, ten years, fifteen years, uh, she won the Pulitzer Award in 1956. She <clears throat> uh, won the National Book Award. So she couldn't be more, you know, uh, 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 you know, important. She wrote, uh, uh, you know, in the in the New Yorker magazine. And uh, and the Paris Review and, and mm-hmm. you know so uh, she couldn't be more revered in the the literary circles as you said 
but um, but recently she's been discovered and and you know in the past fifteen years above all because she didn't write a lot she was such a perfectionist mm-hmm. that she rewrote a lot but but she her her uh, you know her poetry is 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 uh, is not a, 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 you know it's not a lot of poems that she wrote um, and there's a great book uh, of her letters between uh, Robert Lowe. And and her that that uh, uh, it's great. It's it's a great book to read. Uh, just hearing the poetry in in the film, um, it seems that her writing was very precise. She exactly. seemed is that right? Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, and and so as yeah, as some, as people who who tend to write that way tend to not. There's not a voluminous amount of material coming from them, but and I also want to talk about the importance of the uh, of. The, of the architect, uh, the uh, Lata uh, de Macedos Sores. I'm sure I probably butchered that a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Lata and 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 her her importance in terms of architecture and in in especially in Brazil. Yeah, the important thing between them is that um, they were two great artists. That's why mm-hmm. the title "Reaching for the Moon." They were both reaching for the moon, reaching mm-hmm. for excellence, mm-hmm. and and. Why not say the sublime? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and and um, again, um, it, you know, it's it's a, a bishop's writer uh, writing, as you said, uh, rightfully so, was so precise, and that intersected with a uh, lot of architecture because architecture uh, has to be precise, and uh, and uh, it was a very modernistic. Uh, uh, full of curves, architecture, and uh, uh, you know she tried to to incorporate the the curves of the mountains, mm-hmm. right, and, and 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 of 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 you know of the 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 landscape into her, you know, into the the buildings that she designed. So that uh, that relationship, although they were very different, they couldn't be. They were night and day, uh, oil and water. <laughs> They they were uh, uh, they were very stimulating for each other, and they had the best times of their lives. The most creative uh, 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 times of their lives happened when they were together during those uh, fifteen years. You know, and I would—I I don't know how—I would say uh, your direction and this film itself had there's a there's a precision to the direction and the acting as well. Um, uh, Miranda Otto and both both Miranda Otto and uh, Gloria Perez are are spot on. There's not a lot of um, superfluous uh, emotion. There's not a lot of superfluous dialogue. The scenes tend uh, that I mean, they, is that something that you you took from the material and, and infused it into your into your direction, or do you agree with what I'm saying? <laughs> that? Yes, absolutely. I I, I try to to use. Uh, the precision and, 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 and yet the emotion, because precision and emotion are two things that, that cancel each other sometimes. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's very hard to be precise and moving, and, and Bishop managed to do that when she wrote. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I said, okay, this is my goal, is to, to try to, to translate that into, into film language, into, into, 
into in, into film narrative to to be precise and yet moving and and because my first goal uh, uh, my my major goal was to make this story moving i didn't want i really didn't want this to be an intellectual artsy film mm-hmm. I wanted this film to be you know a little bit more like like out of africa and mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and 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 uh not so much the hours I admire the hours but uh, I think the hour is a bit cold. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wanted the complexity of the hours, but the scale, uh, the epic scale and the emotion of Out of Africa. And um, so I, I totally went for it. It's, it's very well uh, noted by you that, that, that I, uh, there is a, a sort of a precision in, in the way we shot and all that. Uh, actually, and, and I wanted to shoot the film in a very classic way. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I, I, I didn't want anything to get in the way between the audience and the characters. I want, I really wanted the characters to rule, and to, to you know, and to, to go straight to the audience. I didn't want the camera, you know, to 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 be noticed too much. No, there's not a lot of movement in the camera work. It's you, yeah, and 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 but to that point, um, the the good fortune to have. Two wonderful performances at the at the center of this film. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Gloria's Perez is wonderful as uh, in in as a much more di- in some ways outwardly dynamic uh, a character, uh, someone who is um, a doer. Let's get this thing going, kind of uh, mentality. Whereas Miranda is much much more closer to the vest in terms of all of her emotional um, her her landscape is interior. Uh, with her emotions, and uh, when it comes out, it's uh, even it's measured. But this all comes to fruition in these terrific performances by uh, on the part of Miranda Otto and Gloria uh, Perez. Um, tell me a little bit about casting. What was it that drew you to cast Miranda and Gloria, uh, and particularly Miranda? I think she is just outstanding in this film. Yeah, yeah, I think she's outstanding because she. She, um, uh, although Gloria did a great job, yeah. and, and it's a very, as you said, flashy, you know, and in-your-face and, and, and vibrant character, and so you, 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 you realize and you notice her performance uh, right from the get-go. Uh, Miranda's job, in a way, was harder, because how do you make someone who, whose essence, was to be totally uncompromising, Elizabeth Bishop. Mm -hmm. She didn't make any effort to be liked. She was really, you know, she wanted just people to like her, uh, what she wrote, her writing. But she she was not sympathetic at all. How do you make someone who's not sympathetic empathetic? Because it's a film. You need to to be uh, invested in, in, in the character, at least, you know, to, uh, yeah. uh, uh, curious and, 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 and wanting to, to know more about that person. How do you make that work if that person is completely unsympathetic and, and doesn't give a damn about you being interested in her at all? You know, at all? So uh, I think that Miranda managed that, managed to play Bishop and make Bishop empathetic, interesting, even charismatic, without betraying the essence of who Bishop was. And uh, Miranda, I had been a big fan of her, of hers, uh, 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 when she uh, um, did um, um, uh, Michel Gondry's uh, Human Nature. Oh, yeah. It was a, a, a 
small part that yeah. she played in the film. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I wanted to, uh, to, you know, I saw, uh, you know, she immediately, immediately you know, uh, got on my list of actors that I wanted to work with. And, and uh, uh, it was uh, um, Emily Watson who was going to play uh, Bishop. And uh, Emily uh, was wanted to do it and all that. But then because of scheduling issues, she she just uh, couldn't do. From the moment we we got the film greenlit, you know, mm-hmm. and it was February 2012, and and uh, we, but we had a stop date, which was August 3rd, you know, because uh, uh, Gloria Pires had to go and and and, and she was under contract with the network, mm-hmm. so it was very tight to get an actress that was ready to, you know, in two months May. Uh, to, to you know to to move to Brazil for uh, two and a half months to to rehearse and shoot the film and and Miranda uh, uh, you know was 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 ready to go she she was available and and, um, and 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 I had been a big fan of hers and and uh, I wanted her actually from the get go uh, although uh, Emily Watson is is great. Yeah, uh, and and what a great actress, but 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 you know, I I, I thought that someone completely, uh, 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 not completely, but almost unknown should play Bishop, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, without any baggage, any any you know uh, 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 recent memory, you know. Um, Gloria came with the project. Gloria, uh, uh, my mother gave her the book mm-hmm. way back when she optioned it, and uh, and and and. And you know, I could have replaced her, but there was nobody else. She she just is an amazing actor. And I, the only time I wrote a fan letter in my life, it was to Gloria Pires, mm. and uh, because she had done a comedy, a, 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 a you know, a very simple film, in which she was brilliant, and she did a, a drunk scene, which is a minefield for actors, and she was perfect. Mm. And and uh, it was a long scene, very very hard. For an actor to pull off, and um, so uh, in, in, you know, to act in a language that is not yours is something very hard. Yeah, it's, you know, without a delay, without. Of course, the accent is there; it has to be there. She's a Brazilian, uh, but uh, there's no delay. It, 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 she, 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 you know, she has a to- total command of the of the language of the English language and. That is remarkable. Yeah, and and it's always it's always a pleasure as a film goer, someone who loves film, to see actors playing parts that are very different as they are in the case of Gloria and Miranda in these in these roles, interior exterior. One you you have the you do have some latitude as as a, a, a taking on a character who is given to showing emotion. And right. and seeing and then you seeing Miranda who has to keep this all under wraps, so that we it's it's the facial expressions, it's the it's the manners, the gestures, and watching two people who are good at so good at their craft being able to play off of one another and to be able to see that connection between these two people, not just that they're good actors performing their roles well, but to actually see uh, the the. Uh, the intimacy and to be able to see the connection between the two of them. And that is them. And that's also the direction of the director that getting good direction is all obviously key. Uh, and to that end, uh, it's just a terrific film and a terrific um, portrayal on both their parts. Thank you. Go see the film. 
Um, and Bruno Barreto, uh, thank you so much for being here on Film School. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.